0: Good morning all listeners. It is Saturday, January 23rd, 2021 and this is episode 24 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie and I'm the Baron. Boogie, how you doing on this lovely Saturday morning? Lovely Saturday. I'm doing great, Baron. How are you doing? Fantastic. Lot to talk about today in this episode. Special Saturday episode as we are going to be on live tomorrow for episode 25 to discuss the AFC and NFC championship games. But today, we got a busy, busy day in college basketball. March Madness is right around the corner. We have a great slate of games we'll discuss today. Some college hoops news in regards to the tournament, switching up some dates, all all the games being played in one city, uh, different dates and different things happening there that we'll discuss uh, we'll also preview briefly the games tomorrow in the NFL, um, as well as last week's uh, recap in the uh, NFL, which was not very good. Not very good. Uh, not for our pockets anyway. No. But we wanted to start today with uh, some NBA stuff, Boogs. I mean, you got the Nets forming this super team. They're still seventh in the East at nine and eight. Uh, Nets form this super team. It's not really working out so far. They're working out some kinks, it looks like.
1: They are working out some kinks. You know, actually, it looks like uh, Kyrie's back now, back playing after a lot of controversy with him, uh, not playing for a while, personal. Reasons, wouldn't talk to the media, uh, came back here this week, spoke a little bit about uh, what he's focused on now is this team. So we will definitely see, uh, I think, a new and improved Kyrie. Hopefully, he'll be able to gel with uh, James Harden and KD and uh, see what this team is all about with this uh, trio.
0: They lost two consecutive games at Cleveland, giving up 147 and 125. In the process here, they really got to start dialing in defensively. They've got the offensive firepower, obviously, with Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, the big three. You've got other shooters like Joe Harris and Landry Shemette coming off the bench. You've got veterans like Jeff Green and DeAndre Jordan. This team, I think, eventually is going to figure it out. But this, this is finals or bust for this Nets team.
1: Right? Absolutely, Baron. You know, finals or bust, as uh, a couple of NBA insiders are talking about. But you know what? You know, I don't know if uh, people understand this or not, but you know who's on that bench for uh, the Nets? Who? You got Mike D'Antonio. You uh, know where Mike D'Antonio coached? Where? The Houston Rockets. You know who's on the, the uh, Brooklyn Nets now?
0: James Harden.
1: James Harden. So it's not all about scoring, and when it comes to the postseason, you're going to see a defensive team win this game and win this series, uh, and we will see what happens with with this championship team uh, or allegedly
0: championship potential team. We'll see. Like we talked about last week, Boogs, it's a 72-game regular season. They're about 16, 17 games in so far. Clippers and the Lakers, as expected, top of the Western Conference at 12-4. and 4. Great start by the two L.A. teams. Paul George actually looks really good. Yeah,
1: he's looking real good in midseason form. That Clipper team is uh, starting to gel a little bit better after a little bit of a struggle earlier in the season. Uh, The Lakers, what can you say about them? Uh, We are expecting them to have another championship run.
0: We called the repeat. Lakers are 12-4, 8-0 on the road so far. Very impressive start for the Lakers. Best in team history. That's amazing. 8 and 0 on the road. Unbelievable job by the LA teams at 12 and 4. Right on their heels is the Utah J- Jazz led by Donovan Mitchell. Um I know him and Shaq had some funny rhetoric the other night on TNT. That was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, he needs to just keep playing ball and don't listen to the outside noise.
0: Donovan Mitchell leading the Jazz with Rudy Gobert 11 and 4 only a half game back of the LA teams. The only other team in the NBA uh, with double-digit wins is the Philadelphia 76ers in the Eastern Conference. They come in so far at 11-5, and and i got to tell you, I'm really liking their team. They added a couple shooters with Seth Curry and Danny Green to go with Embiid Simmons and Tobias Harris. They also have rookie... Tyrese Maxey and uh, second-year uh, Matisse Thybulle off the bench, and Dwight Howard as a as a veteran. That Sixers team looks pretty good out of the East so far.
1: Absolutely, and you know what? Uh, that spells that spells a little bit more defense for this Sixers team. Yeah. I think they can definitely make a nice little run in the playoffs.
0: I agree. To have you know, that's what they lacked for a while with shooting. They add some shooters, and I, I like what that GM's done up there, and it's paying off so far. With an 11-5 and five start for Philly, they actually beat Boston pretty bad last night by double digits at home on primetime television. So that's a good team to look out for. Nine and one at home um, doing a really good job so far are the Sixers. So those are your four teams so far that are coming out of the gates really, really hot. And uh, I look forward to see how the NBA actually shakes out there.
1: Me too, Baron. Me um, too.
0: Obviously, Boogs, tomorrow we've got some conference championship games. The AFC title game is going to be the Chiefs and the Bills. The NFC title game is going to be the Packers hosting the GOAT TB12 up in Lambeau. Uh, 29 degrees up there tomorrow. That in the freezing cold. It's going to be really cold up there in Lambo. We will dive into those games tomorrow. On, we're
1: definitely diving into them.
0: Yeah, we're going to dive into them tomorrow on episode 25. Um, Just so we can recap, last week we already discussed uh, the Packers-Bills moving on, obviously, but on Sunday um, the Chiefs defeated the um, Cleveland Browns 22-17. Mahomes got knocked out with a concussion. And Chad Henne came in. Uh, Andy Reid drew up a real ballsy fourth and one play very on their own side of the field to clinch another opportunity at a Super Bowl.
1: Absolutely, Cleveland had that game. They could have taken advantage of uh, no Patty Mahomes in there. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Henne stepped up on a very very risky fourth and one play that worked out for the Chiefs. And now we will see what happens in tomorrow's game. Uh, however. We are on pace right now for
0: Boogie's picks. Yeah, your bracket looks... Uh,
1: bracket looking real good right now.
0: Your bracket looks really strong, Boogs. I mean, you got Green Bay to play uh, Buffalo. So let's see if that shakes out.
1: Who's still in?
0: Um, you got Green Bay in there. You got Buffalo. You got Kansas City. The only one that you're off on is New Orleans. Uh, that's it.
1: That is it. That's and it. tomorrow we will find out if this actually comes to fruition. And we were going to make sure we give you the good picks of yeah. Boogie and the
0: Baron. I wish we would have concentrated last week, Boogs, when it comes to best bets on that first game. Because we were all over it. Browns and the under is what we gave out. Oh, in absolutely. Um, I actually had a great uh, three-way on that game. Kansas City money line and the under. And then I also had the Browns getting the points. So it was like a three-way win for me. Good job. Um, but unfortunately, we keened in on the Bucks at the Saints as our best bets. As uh, I get bad it on the over 52, they only scored 50. Your play of the day, uh, best bet was the Saints laying the three. They actually looked good to start the game, going up 6 nothing in the first quarter. But then Tom Brady took over. Drew Brees started throwing picks. And Tampa Bay wins outright 30-20. to
1: You know, and again, I, I really went off of a trend here, which is sometimes a good thing. And it's also sometimes where you lean on it too much. You go by heart, and again, if you had listened to the pod last week, guys, I did say that Brady is in my heart, and I was rooting for him. So I kind of did get a little bit of a win there. Uh, Again, New Orleans took care of business twice during the regular season, and it is very, very hard to beat a team three times, especially when you've got TB12 Tom Brady playing against you in the playoffs He's
0: uh, unbelievable, playing in his 14th conference championship game most all time on Sunday, which will be tomorrow's pod. We will discuss Tampa at Green Bay and Buffalo at Kansas City. Side note, Patty Mahomes cleared to play. Both teams are going to give it their all to set up a Super Bowl matchup in two weeks down in Tampa Very exciting time to be alive.
1: Can't wait. Can't wait. And uh, we are looking forward to giving out those picks tomorrow.
0: Cannot wait, Boggs. As we transition in here to our slate of college basketball for today with the – NFL wrapping up here in the next couple of weeks, we're really going to be diving into college basketball, which is our favorite sport as well as our best sport when it comes to betting. No doubt about uh, that. When you have March Madness in a couple of months, there's been some changes prior to going into uh, the slate of games. Tell us a little bit about the changes that are being made for this year's March Madness. March
1: Madness is actually going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana, You've got dates being changed to make sure that we play off of safety uh, for COVID. Uh, So this is why we are going to have a very, very different outlook with this 68-team March Madness look. You've got the tournament that will tip off on March 18th with the first four games. Uh, The first round will follow on the 19th and 20th with the second round, March 21st and 22nd. Those games will take place at Mackey Arena in West Lafayette, uh, Assembly Hall in Bloomington, along with Banker's Life Fieldhouse, Hinkle Fieldhouse, Indiana Farmers Coliseum, and Lucas Oil Stadium, which I, you know, actually a few years ago, I went to uh, one of the Final Fours and uh, down here in Arizona. And I can tell you right now, that stadium where the, the uh, Arizona Cardinals played mm-hmm. – that is a tough, tough way to play a basketball game in in the, the
0: football arenas. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. Lucas Oil Stadium has hosted the Final Four before. So all these teams are going to go to Indiana alongside a bunch of different places that they're going to play throughout the tournament. Once the Sweet 16 gets here, it's going to be played at Banker's Life Fieldhouse, which is where the Pacers play and then Hinkle Fieldhouse, home of the Butler Bulldogs. The Elite Eight and Final Four will be at Lucas Oil Stadium this year. So that is how they're setting up March Madness. Everything is going to be moved up a day as well. So instead of your first four games taking place on Tuesday and Wednesday, they're going to have all four first four games on Thursday the 18th. Then your first round games are Friday, Saturday, and your second round games are going to be Sunday and Monday, that is, they're kind of pushing the tournament up a date and trying to squeeze in as many games as they can uh, for COVID pro- uh, protocol. Uh, Dan Gavitt, the senior vice president of uh, the NCAA, loves the idea. Um, him and his team got together, created this. Uh, there's been some buzz that, you know, games being canceled, the tournament getting canceled, but, uh, you know, President Gavitt has stayed strong and stayed positive in regards to making sure that this year, us the fans get a March Madness. Absolutely.
1: And you know, after the shutdown last year, uh, we have a very, very important next four or five weeks to determine if this is actually going to even be able to be played. Uh, you know, you've got about one in four coaches not even wanting to play in the conference tournaments. So this is a very, very important stage of time right now in the college basketball world.
0: Yes. Very excited. Um, With that being said, I'd like to dive into today's action. We got some games here. We got, um, I think we got some good reads on some games. We're going to be... firing away today fire it up
1: baby fire it yeah, up
0: we're going to be firing away on some stuff we're going to start with a game that we both really really are into this is out of the american athletic conference the number eight team in the country the houston cougars they are coming in at 12 and 1 and 7 and 1 in the american they are going on the road to play a temple team who has only played six games That's it, six they games. are three and three they're two and three in the conference um, coming in middle of the pack here, roughly seventh in the American. One at seven in the American Conference today. Houston land seven and a half. They got Marcus Sasser, Quentin Grimes, and that crew. Uh, Houston looks pretty strong. Houston looks real strong. Twelve and one, seven and one in conference. You
1: know they were supposed to play Cincinnati. Cincinnati's now got four straight postponements games due to COVID. Temple comes in two days of uh, notification. I look for this game to be a potential blowout, look for Houston to play lockdown defense, strong team again, and
0: I take Houston, lay the points. I love it. They're laying 11 right now. I think we're going to actually run to the sportsbook after this and lay that. Uh, Like I said, Quentin Grimes coming in 18 a game, Marcus Sasser 17. This team has one loss on the season. A one-point loss at Tulsa is their only defeat. They're coming in very strong. They also play really good defense, only giving up 56.7 points a game. That's how you win games. Score above 70, give up less than 60. You're probably going to win most of the games in this league.
1: Absolutely. You know, a side note actually is interesting is it's important to note that uh, it'll be Temple's first CBS game since December of 2015 against Wisconsin. Wow. So we'll see how they can play on national TV, and I, I think it's going to be a
0: blowout. I'm excited to see that. I think Houston does go on the road and take care of business there. I'm laying 11 with you, Books. They've
1: already won 76-50, to 50, side note as well. Uh, Houston over Temple in their first game, so looking forward to seeing them play another strong game against this Temple
0: Owl team. I agree. Um, the other another morning game that's very very interesting here is down in Norman, a, a Big Twelve showdown. Number nine Kansas, ten and four, four and three in the conference, taking on the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, Oklahoma coming in at eight and four and uh, four and three. In the Big 12, Big 12, very talented and deep conference this year thus far, head to toe. I mean, you've got five ranked teams up there with uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, also pretty viable opponents as well. Um, This is a tough one here, Boogs. Oklahoma is Mm. actually getting only one point in this game. Kansas a one-point favorite at Oklahoma. Um, This will be a fun game to watch too. Yeah, it looks like
1: Oklahoma actually uh, switched because it was minus one, uh, Oklahoma. Uh, they are four and zero. The Sooners are against the spread in their last four home games. Kansas is coming in thirteen and four in their last seventeen road games. Kansas did beat Oklahoma sixty-three to fifty-nine on January ninth. I am looking for Kansas to sweep. I'm gonna actually take the one point. I think it has switched now.
0: Okay. Um, that'll be maybe a lunch bet for us. Uh, it's a weird line for me. I'm actually going to go with the Sooners here at home. So, uh, we'll just go money line, money line. How about cuckoo's that? cuckoo's. Yeah. So cuckoo's lunch on the line, which is great because, uh, the game's at 9am. So it'll be lunchtime right around right that around time. Lunchtime. So either I'm buying cuckoo's or you're buying cuckoo's let's today. Go, let's Shout go. out to cuckoo's our local sponsor. Yes, sir. Um, Right up the road from us here in Henderson, Nevada. Um, So yeah, Oklahoma, Kansas for lunch today. I like that. I like it. UConn, Creighton, UConn coming in without their best player and James Bonite. Uh, They're number twenty-three in the country, seven and two, four and two on the road. Big East, a very, very strong conference as always. Number 11, Creighton, coming in at 10-4 and four, off of a big loss to Providence. We're on the same page here, folks. I like, I like UConn. Not something I think I'll bet just because without their best player, it's scary. But I like them getting those points, though.
1: You know, the Huskies uh-huh. have actually uh, played even well without Boat Knight. Uh, you got Creighton's star, Marcus Zagorowski, coming back from injury the last couple games as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, without in-conference, you've got 4-2 and two, Connecticut playing – very well without him in the lineup, like I said. UConn's 4-0 against the spread on the road this year. We have won their last two without him. UConn's 4-1 against the spread their last five. Creighton's just 2-3 against the spread the last five. UConn covered getting four last time these two teams met. Now they're catching seven and a half. I'm taking UConn.
0: Uh-huh. I'm with you there. I'll take the points with UConn for sure. They're getting, I think, eight, eight and a half in some places. So I'll definitely take those Even points. better. ESPN 2 game at 9 a.m. is Auburn at South Carolina, an SEC matchup. uh, Bruce Bruce Pearl, not really the most interesting game. I think we're flopped on this one, too. Um, Auburn coming in at 8-7, 2-5, South Carolina 3-4, 1-2. Two kind of underperforming teams, not really something I'm really into. If you put a gun to my head, I'd say South Carolina money line. I know you're on the other side. Yeah, I'm
1: on the other side, but this is not a great game. Um, Actually, if you're looking at stats here, Auburn is 4-10 and against the spread in their last 14 road games. Uh, but on paper, they are the more talented team, so I lean towards Auburn, and yeah. uh, that's kind of where I'm leaving it at.
0: Same exact uh, type of game as we skip down to SMU and UCF. We're flopped on that, too. You're on SMU, I'm on UCF, but not a game that I'm going to be interested in. Either. Not
1: a game, really, that I'm uh, interested in too much. Central Florida is actually uh, <coughs> is on a four-game losing streak. Uh, not scoring more than 61 points in that screen, uh, time frame, while allowing actually 68 or more in their last two. Uh, SMU had a couple of bad offensive games against Houston and Cincinnati recently, but I like SMU to take care of business here.
0: Yes, uh, a game that we are on that I'm kind of enjoying, and I never like fading the best teams. Um, that's never something that I'm really into. i okay, I talking think- about Baylor? I'm talking about Baylor. Uh, Baylor's coming in undefeated, 13-0, 6-0 in the Big 12, number one in the conference. Statement game for them to go on the road, taking on Oklahoma State, who they're they're a feisty bunch behind Cade Cunningham, the number one pick in the draft coming up here next year. They're coming in at 9-3 and 3-3. And and Side note for Oklahoma State, they are in a legal battle with the NCAA to get their postseason ban lifted so they can get into March Madness this year. Um, the NCAA, I think, is going to lift their ban because they want to see Cade Cunningham in the tournament. Now Oklahoma State playing at home, getting a good amount of points. I think this is going to be a closer game than people think.
1: I think it's going to be closer, actually, as well. You know, and I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago when Baylor was just running all over everybody. I had told you to lay like, what was it like? Uh, it was like 40 40, points. 41, 42 points against a smaller school. I think I predicted about they would win between 55 to 60 points. And they did. They wound up winning by 57.
0: Yeah, you're all over it.
1: So I have been a very avid backer for Baylor this year. Um, And Baylor is rolling. Uh, But their last two games have actually been a little bit closer than the rest of the season. Um, Oklahoma State is playing well enough. I think they keep it close here, within the eight and a half points.
0: I'm with it too. Uh, I think Oklahoma State's going to keep this thing close and um, kind of make Baylor actually work for this win. I'll take that home dog all day. Home dog. You know how much I love home dogs and oh, college yeah. hoops. Yeah, uh, hahahaha! <laughs> Let's go. Um, as we as we go down the list here, folks, another team that we are both keen on today is a team, your North Carolina Tar Heels, yeah. that are heating up. Yes, they are. ACC. North Carolina's 4-3. and three. They've won a couple in a row. Mm-hmm. They're coming up. They're 9-5. 9-5. Unranked. Five. First time that North Carolina Duke of Kentucky has been unranked in the same AP poll since 1961. What is happening here? What is happening? Playing NC State. NC State is, they've lost three in a row. They're trending downward. At UNC trending upward. UNC's laying five and a half. Another game we agree on. I'll take your Tar Heels today.
1: Yeah, Tar Heels actually too big, too strong. Carolina has actually won four of the last five games they've played. uh, They're hot right now. State has lost the last three. Due to the pandemic, they've also not played as many games lately. Uh, They have actually had some time off. I look for Carolina to play well here at home here and cover that 5 point spread.
0: I'm with you there. I'm also with you on the Florida Gators today in an SEC matchup playing a very very overrated I think Georgia team who comes in at 9 and 4. However, they are 2 and 4 in the SEC. Florida is hot right now. They're only laying a little four on the road. I'm never a fan of laying points on the road in college hoops, but this is a game where I just think uh, Florida has a better team, and they're going to go on the road and take care of business today against Georgia. Well, that's
1: where we did for Baron. I don't mind laying the points on the road. Just got to make sure you pick the the right team. Correct. As far as Florida goes, you know, Florida had just coming off a dominant win over a very good Tennessee team. Uh, I'm going to take Florida here. Lay the four and uh, cover over Georgia. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm liking where we're going with this. The last game on my uh, on our early morning AM slate here, Boogs, is another Big East battle. Providence, who is coming off a big-time upset on the road over Creighton, now has to travel to Villanova, who has not played in quite some time. The line is 11, and I'm going to tell you this. I think Jay Wright is going to have his guys ready. I think Providence is coming in pretty hyped up, um, they're 8-6. and six. Villanova's number one in the conference, but they've only played 10 games. I think the layoff, a lot of people are thinking the layoff is going to hurt Nova. I don't see it. I think Providence comes in, and it's a letdown game after a big win, and Nova rolls them. I'm absolutely right there with you,
1: Baron. I like Nova. Lady 11. Yes. Jay Wright's got this team playing well. They will
0: be a Final Four possible in the future. I love it. I love it. As we move into our afternoon games, Boogs, we have Clemson, who is number 20 in the country. Um, pretty good season for them so far. They play some great defense and they are athletic. Playing another athletic team in Florida State. Florida State at home. Florida State is eight and two, four and one. Leonard Hamilton always has these guys in contention. They always make good runs and madness. They're always up there in the ACC. They're a six and a half point favorite today against Clemson. They're unranked. Clemson's number twenty. Interesting game. Interesting game here. I'm gonna go ahead
1: and take Clemson. Okay. Better team right now, and they're looking. They're looking real good, real sharp. I look forward to having them see a, a kind of a closer game with Florida State. Leonard Hamilton actually is a great coach. He'll have Florida yeah. State playing. Florida State though is again coming off of a lot of a lot of things going on with COVID, so I'm looking forward to just taking that six and a half.
0: We shall see. I'm kind of flopped on that. I like Florida State because I think it's weird that they're unranked and they're favored at home. Ohio State, the one o'clock game on CBS, number fifteen Ohio State, eleven and four and five and four in the Big Ten, going on the road, taking on Wisconsin. Who's number 10 in the country? 12 and 3, 6 and 2 in the Big Ten. Wisconsin comes in third in the conference. Ohio State comes in sixth in the conference. Potential quarterfinal Big Ten tournament type of matchup here. These two teams have played some classics in the past.
1: Yeah, some classics. You know, Ohio State, we know about them. Let's go.
0: Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> LFG, as you may to get the Mexican. You know,
1: Wisconsin actually is is playing some strong uh, games this year. They're looking real good, and this Big Ten te- uh, season is actually uh, on the way. You got Michigan being strong, and Purdue, Illinois. And of course, now you got Ohio State, Wisconsin, Minnesota is strong.
0: Iowa, Illinois, Iowa, there's a ton of them.
1: They're saying about I think ten teams to make the tournament this they're year. Loaded
0: Big Ten, best conference in America,
1: best conference in America this year. Very, very different right now. You know, especially with ACC always being strong. I'm looking forward to seeing Ohio State win this game. I'm just going to go ahead and just say that right now
0: on the road. It's a great pick as a dog money line. I definitely like Ohio State getting the points in this game. They are very talented and athletic. And a side note here, too, Books. How crazy is this? Now, I don't know if they're going to allow fans at March Madness this year, but if they do, think about this. All these games are being played in the state of Indiana. Yes. Where's Indiana? Big 10 country. Crazy, huh? We're going to have about 10 Big 10 teams that are all going to be a bus ride away yep. from where they're going. That's a huge advantage, I mean, I wouldn't mind to look at a prop bet that a big ten team wins the national title um It'd probably be good good odds because obviously you have Gonzaga and Baylor who are the two big big top uh betting favorites to win the thing. If I can get all them Big Ten teams at a good price, I might be interested in that. I'm
1: already telling you right now, watch out for these Michigan Wolverines, so we'll put your money on the window right now.
0: Yeah, 13-1, 8-1, leading the Big Ten Conference. Um, we transition into the Big 12 today with a game I don't really want to talk much about, but I'll touch on it just Press because. Virginia. Press Virginia, baby, number 14. They're 9-4, 2-3. Oscar Tashibwe no longer with the program, looking to actively transfer. They've played well. Uh, they're coming off a loss they're playing a Kansas State team who's lost five in a row not going anywhere this is an easy one for me I like West Virginia to wax them
1: oh absolutely give me the West Virginia Mountaineers minus the points
0: that's easy ACC matchup today down in Louisville one o'clock ESPN Duke who has struggled this year to find an identity coach k five and four three and two not a very good start for the Blue Devils going on the road today taking on Louisville who's nine and three and four and two uh six and one at home this is a game we're flipped on i'm liking the points but i know you're liking that uh home team in louisville today
1: yeah i'm gonna take louisville duke showed me something the other day losing to pittsburgh this team is not the same duke team of years past coach k is actually trying to do a good job but he is very distracted this year with this pandemic and this COVID. their uh ladies uh basketball team already canceled their entire season and I think it's kind of being felt around that entire campus. I'm taking Louisville.
0: Okay. Pac-12 game today on Fox. Okay. And I'll, and I'll give you a two-way on this because there's two Pac-12 games we're going to talk about. So we'll talk about them same time. Number 24 ranked UCLA, who is 12-2 and 8-0 in league play. They are number one in the conference going on the road today. Taking on Stanford, who's 8-5, and 4-3. and um, The second Pac-12 game this evening is Colorado, who's 11-4, and 5-3 and three in the Pac-12. They're going on the road to take on Washington State, 9-5, and 2-5. and five. Um, I like a favorite and a dog here. I'm rolling UCLA uh, to lay the points on the road. I think they go on the road and get to 9-0. and oh. um, Nick Cronin's got those guys playing amazing basketball. I'll also take Washington State at home getting all the points. I know they're not very good, but I'll take a shot. Washington State stinks. so
1: i'm done with that team colorado actually played a really good game earlier in the season against arizona who's not a bad team they're just trying to still find some identity uh with everything going on with that campus however i'm looking forward to seeing colorado win cover and ucla lay the
0: lay the points i'm taking ucla over stanford i love it i love it the one the last game that i want to discuss here Boogs. um is my Kentucky Wildcats who have had a tough start at four and eight, three and three in conference play. Um, I'm making a bold prediction today. uh Oh, Kentucky money line—they're a one-point favorite. Go get them to beat LSU because why the heck are they four and eight and they are favored against the ten and three LSU team? Uh,
1: I like your thinking there. I'm gonna roll with you with that. Coach cal wow. gotta have his team uh, playing better ball. I see them actually playing a lot better second half of the season. And look forward to seeing them win and cover today.
0: Let's go, baby. It's time, Boogie. It's time for Best Bets. Episode 24 is winding down here. Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet. Tell me about it.
1: Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet, man. Just throw away all your money on Houston Cougars. Lay the points. They're going to smash over Temple. That's
0: my pick. There you go. And I, you know what? I'm doing it. The Kentucky Wildcats. We're four and eight. Nobody believes in us. We're trying to make a tournament push. We're at Rupp Arena today taking on LSU. Coach Cal's going to have these boys ready to play. They're a one point favorite. That's a deal. Kentucky money line for Barron, Houston minus 11 for Boogie. That's a wrap. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Barron out. Boogie out.